into it. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. I know I'm boring. I thought sorry. you were gonna make it more I, exciting. I'm sorry. Her mother-in-law. Ooh. Her mother-in-law. <laughs> I don't know. She's, she's giving you some some vibrato, some harmonies, you know? Listen. Whatever. Her mother-in-law. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm a little insecure. Why? I'm gonna put my insecurities out there. Because oh. Aaliyah dyed my hair yesterday. Oh, and I oh. usually use a dark brown, right? Because that's like my natural hair color is a really dark brown. But they haven't had dark brown. Maybe if you went to Walgreens, they would have had it in stock. So when I went to Walmart the other day, they only had black. And I was like, fuck it. Dark brown, black, it's close enough. I don't care. But your bitch also has no eyebrows because they're like gray. So I always dye my eyebrows. So I get out of the shower yesterday. Foggy bathroom mirror. Come on, guys. Envision it. <laughs> Fog, right? So it's just a blur. And all I see are like two fucking black caterpillars <laughs> in the mirror. It, they were bad. You know what would be funny? I mean, I cleared them up. Like, I, I, you know, I got, but they're still, they're so, hi, here I am. <laughs> and I'm very self-conscious of like, I don't want people looking at me. So like, I feel like this just makes me stand out. As but. soon as she walked in the office, she was like, don't look at my eyebrows, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but um, listen, they'll, they'll fade by tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like, just put a little mascara on, it'll balance out your face. Yeah, well, I wouldn't notice if you didn't say anything. Are you lying? Look at my face. You're not seeing just eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> you also have black glasses on. I don't know. Uh, okay. Let me see. I mean-, I mean, they're dark, but they don't look bad. They look just more defined. Like, I don't, like, bold brows are in right now. If you, like, brush them up, like, fluffy. I'm never in. I'm not in, so I (laughs) want to be out. (laughs) Now I'm in, and and I want to be out. (laughs) Oh, my God. You you know what would be funny if we had somebody, like, as you were just telling that story, I was envisioning, like, an animated version of it. Like, if we had somebody do, like, a little anim, you know that little animated things? Yeah. They're like, I walked into the bathroom, and it's like the little stick figure with the head. And they, I looked in the mirror, and it's just, like, dark. Like, if we had some, anybody listening, if you're, like, a cartoon animator or something, please animate the last, like, 15 seconds. That's it. Just oh, my so- God. Do you know what I'm talking about when people I know animate exactly shit? exactly what you're talking about. With the circle about. head. Yeah, the circle head. Yeah. Be like, yeah. <laughs> like super like, animated. Bam, bam. There like, they are. And then they can like. And like move like a caterpillar. I can have like a unibrow. Like two of them can join and just like <laughs> do like the worm. My, my eyebrows could be doing the worm. Like literally the story of like, so I walked into Walmart and it's like a little stick figure walking into the store, <laughs> grabbing the hair dye off the shelf. Oh my God, I wish I could animate shit. Uh, that would that's be fucking, fucking hysterical. Okay. I guess I know what my graphics could be. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks, Liz. You just gave me an idea for a graphic. <laughs> there you go. Stick figure, big brows. Got it. <laughs> Looking in the mirror. Uh, God. Okay, if if there's no graphic person, animator listening, I think I might have to order one. <laughs> Just because I need to see that happen. I'm getting on Fiverr if oh, nobody gets, sends one in. That's hysterical. Anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Okay, what else? <laughs> Lay your insecurities out there. So Jerry has dark eyebrows. I have dark eyebrows, guys. Just imagine it. They're very attention-getting. Zane and I went to... I got asked on a date last night, you guys. You know. And I was supposed to upload my video. What did Zane say? What? Uh, No. (laughs) Sorry, I tried. (laughs) So, um, I was supposed to upload my video, and I'm like, fuck it. It can wait. I'll upload it later after we get home. Anyways, we were going to go to this one place that we love. It's called Restoration Kitchen and Cocktails. And last time I went, I had this wrap, and it had mozzarella sticks and chicken fingers and mac and cheese in it, and it was just the best thing I ever put in my mouth. And on the side, it had, like, sweet potato tater tots, and they tasted like little mini bites of churros. It was just so delicious. And they were closed. Closed on Mondays. What the fuck? Who closes on Mondays? A lot of restaurants close on Mondays. I didn't know that. After the busy weekend. So we go to look at five other places, and they're also closed on Mondays. And Zane and I were like, have we never tried to go out to eat on a Monday? Like, we've, I guess we just never have landed on a Monday to go out to mm-hmm. eat. And so it was just really upsetting. Anyways, we decided to go to Longhorn. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. Here goes my brand deal with Longhorn. <laughs> You're lo- Wait, I thought Longhorn was your 
most favorite? Huh? Don't you love Longhorn? I I, I liked it a lot. I did like it Uh-oh. a lot. It's my She's dad's using favorite. Past tense, guys. <laughs> so of the few times I've went, sometimes like if I'm feeling like healthier, you know, I'll get just a piece of steak, my broccoli, and my sweet potato. That's it. But one time I wanted to treat myself, and I got their ribeye sandwich, and it had like Swiss cheese and caramelized onions, and it was just melted it was on sourdough bread it was like right up my alley it was just like melted in your mouth delicious and it was so flavorful and they longhorn like they ask people like if they've been there before because they tell them that they season really heavily like that's part of their like branding so if Mm -hmm. they want you like if you want light seasoning you have to tell them Mm -hmm. otherwise it's like a salt bomb in your mouth which zane and i love but Mm -hmm. most people don't care for anyways that's how this sandwich was it was just so fucking good so i'm like okay let's go here because every like cool little like trendy place okay is closed so we'll go to like a chain right okay longhorn is like the only one on long island there's like only one so it's always packed and it so it looks like it's like good food you know because it's always popping but really it's just the only one anyways we go there i get my sandwich and it tasted like nothing and no i don't have coronavirus because the brussels sprouts are good and the mac and cheese was good and i tasted everything else but my sandwich was so disappointing. The onions were like, you know when caramelized onions are just made wrong and they're like just soggy onions? They don't have that like flavor. It's just like a soggy onion. Uh-huh. It's like not caramelized enough, you uh-huh. know? It was like that. And the ribeye had, I don't think they seasoned it. I don't know what happened. And then the bread, I guess it was sitting on the plate for too long waiting soggy. to come to me. It was soggy on the bottom. <sighs> it wasn't uh-huh. good. And the fries were definitely, like, second fried, you know? Oh. It just wasn't good at all. Zane's dish was good. And I ate—I just ate the mac and cheese and the roast sprouts. I'm like, that's what I should do when I go to a restaurant, because that's my favorite part, is always just the sides or, like, the bread that they put on the table is, like, the best. Uh Not their bread. Their bread is pretty average. Anyways, I was not (laughs) impressed. (laughs) (sighs) Point being is I was pretty unimpressed, and my sandwich was just not good. I usually am a trash can and eat anything, and— I didn't eat it. I know. Did you tell them? Because I'm like this. I didn't. I. You know what? I surprised. I woke up this morning and I was like, "Why didn't I tell her? Like, hey, this is pretty bland." Because they would have remade it. And yeah, I should have salted it. I should have. But I was like, "This is. I'm not. I don't waste calories. This is a waste of calories." So I ate a few French fries. I had the mac and cheese. We got the bread on the table. The Brussels sprouts. Like I was fine. Um, And I saw this morning that Zane must have put some seasonings on it and ate it. Last night because it was gone, <laughs> and he well, really he didn't waste the food. At yeah, least, yeah, you know, no, that's we, good. We brought it home. I'm like, you want me to bring this home? He's like, yeah, I'll eat it later. I'm like, it needs some seasoning, but go ahead. And he even took a bite at the restaurant. He was like, yeah, that's pretty not good. <laughs> um, so that's my Longhorn story. Oh, well, okay. I've never been, but now you know, maybe. it's usually good. Zane got lamb chops, and he said they were really good. And he loves, like, there's, like, a fried shrimp appetizer with, like, little peppers, and you dip it in, like, fresh ranch, which he loves. I think it's too oily and greasy. I'm just, I'm just not a fan anymore. Mm. My dad's going to be upset. This is his favorite restaurant. Uh-uh. Well, maybe it was just a bad experience. We went at, like, 8 o'clock, so maybe they they close at 10, so maybe they were, like, closing down for the night. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. We're done. Yeah, maybe they were over it for the day. Yeah. Oh, that stinks, though. But did you have a good date night? It was still fun. Yeah, we yeah. still had laughs and shit, so All who right. cares? Perfect. Whatever. That's what's important. Our waitress was really nice, too. Aw, well, that's good. I'll, I'm going to give them another another try, maybe. I'll end up there again, because it's my dad's favorite. So I'm sure for, like, a birthday or some shit, mm-hmm. I'll end up there, and I'll try the sandwich again and let you guys know. <laughs> and then just let make sure that if it's not seasoned, that you send it back. I will. I know. It. I just didn't want to be a Karen, but I guess, it, like, if I was nice about it, it wouldn't <laughs> have mattered. Do you know it's so funny? Before I said the game show and then I couldn't remember and you just said, I'm mm. going to be a Karen and mm. it totally reminded me. So, Okay, but you go ahead finish. Sorry. Just Karen. No, I was just saying like if I was nice about it, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like the TikTok I sent you. <laughs> that would be me at the restaurant uh, of the people pleaser. He goes up to this guy's door and he's like, <laughs> I sent this to Jerry because it's just us. So fucking funny. It's like, Hey, I just, I wanted to ask you a question, but like, 
you can say no. Like, I, it's totally okay with me. Like, don't worry at all. It's it's totally fine. Like, I can go jump into the ocean if you say no. It's it's it, no problem. No worries here. And the guy's like, all right, what's up, bro? He's like at his neighbor's house. It's like a skit on TikTok. I'm probably not doing it justice, but whatever. He's like, I, I just want to know, like, you, you know that lemon soap that you guys have? He's like, yeah. He's like, do, do you mind if me and, like, uh, Kathy, like, buy that same soap? Do you mind? He's like, nah, bro. Nah, it's, it's totally okay. fine. Like, yeah, no. He's like, I, I'm so sorry I came. Actually, you know Wait. what? I, I'm highly regretting this. Like, Wait, I, wish he's I, like I wish I could rewind. <laughs> what? He comes back and he's like, uh, house is up for sale. Actually, we just, we just put our house we up. We just it, put our house up for sale. L- way lower than asking. So it, it'll sell really quick. <laughs> we'll be out of your hair. We'll be out of your hair. Don't worry. Don't worry. We actually just sold our house. Oh my God. Hysterical. <laughs> he was like, uh, fuck. I lost what I was saying. Anyways, it was just fucking funny. Oh, he's like, I, I wish I could just take this back. Actually, I wish I didn't even come. I wish I could hit rewind. He's like, actually, matter of fact, and walks backwards. <laughs> but that would be me if I like had to ask my neighbor for like sugar or something. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. You could totally say no. Like, I get it. If you don't want to share your sugar, like, please don't worry at all. Please don't worry. You don't have to give it to me. Oh my! But it's like God. if somebody came to us, you'd be like, of course, here's of course. some sugar. Like, don't be silly. Here, of course. So, um. I would probably word it that way. And like, you totally don't have to take it back. Like, I will eat it. It's not a big deal. But like, I, it's just a little, it's a little bland. And I, don't be mean to the chef. Like, he's fine. <laughs> but it's just, the bread's a little soggy. You know, maybe it's sat on the plate for too long. He didn't realize. Like, it's not his fault. <laughs> She'd be like, uh, it's okay. Your food sucks. Like, I'll get you a new one. No problem. Just hold on. We'll get you a nice, fresh, hot, seasoned, well-seasoned, oh. crispy bread. Some salt maybe would be nice. Oh, that's funny. We and now to- with Corona, like, there's never seasonings on the thing. So it's not like there's just salt and pepper there that you could, like, quickly right. dump on yourself. Then you'd have to go, excuse me, can I have a salt packet? It's so <laughs> funny because Zane and I are, like, salt fiends. You guys know this. And I guess he wanted salt on his food. He didn't say it to me first, but as the waitress came over, he's like, can I get a little bit of salt? And she was, like, confused for a second because they always season so heavily. So we, she brought salt and pepper to the table. I put salt on it. It still didn't taste good. That's wow. how you know. Wow. I know. Very disappointing. There wasn't like a char on the steak. You know what I mean? Mm. It was like a light, 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 light brown steak. You know when like you gotta have that char on the outside of mm-hmm. like naked nice? It wasn't. Yeah. And you're at a steakhouse, so it's not like I'm at an Applebee's expecting a five-star steak, you know? Right, right. Or maybe well, three-star Longhorn. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, I should have said something because I wouldn't have been like, this steak is, this sandwich is terrible. Like, what's the chef in the back doing? Like, I wouldn't act like that. Right, right, right. But if I was nice about it, it's not a big deal. Right. She was just so nice and I didn't want her to feel like ruin her night or make her feel bad. I don't know. But I, I got to put myself first. Okay. Lesson learned. <laughs> okay. We paid for it, you know? Yeah. So. That's it. You're paying for it. So right. you want it. And I know that last time I was there, it was... Delicious. Like, I would recommend it to anyone. That's how good it was. Wow. I, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to eat this sandwich again. And I remember we took half of it home because it's a big sandwich. And I accidentally left it in the car. And I was so sad about it because I was so excited to eat it the next day. And I'm like, fuck, I left it in the car. Oh, and I was so upset. And I'm like, wow, I can't wait to have that sandwich again because I missed out on my second half. Because I had to throw it away. And then it was terrible. And that's my story. And everyone's sick of hearing it, so go ahead. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> Game show? Karen. Game show, Karen. So yesterday, we watched a show. It's called The Chase, and it has, like, three of the top. Do you know that guy, um, what's his name? Jennings, he won, like, the Jeopardy, like, so many times. No. Like, okay. Anyway, it has, like, three super, super brilliant people, and it has three contestants, and they go up against... The smart person. So they asked around the questions and they win money and then they pull it together and then they got to beat this guy. Anyway, okay. we just love the show. Um, but yesterday we're watching one of them and the girl's name is Karen, right? Okay. So she goes up and she goes <laughs> up against the guy and the guy is cracking a joke about a Karen joke, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, oh, times must be tough for you, huh, Karen? <laughs> but then one of the questions were about, like, what's a Karen? <laughs> really? But it's just ironic because, like, he joked about it and then a question mm-hmm. came up. But it was, yeah, it was, like, what's, like, the meme about, like, uh, whatever. Uh-huh. And it was, like, who's a Karen? Or what's a Karen? Or what's a Samantha? Or what's a whatever? <laughs> you know, because you had to, like, multiple choice, pick the right one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the guy was just kind of funny. Because they all have, like, a very dry um, sort of 
witty sense of humor. Like, yeah. But he just carried her, and then it happened to Was she again. offended? No, not at all. She goes, listen, oh. I keep getting it. You she know? was a good Karen. Yeah, she was a good Karen. She's like, it's just not what, my time right now. When somebody named Karen gets offended about the Karen joke, they're like, your Karen is showing. <laughs> like, this is why we call you a Karen, because you're offended <laughs> about everything and mad and always want to speak to the manager. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. So cool. That's good. Yeah, it's a good show. If what is it on? Game shows. I don't know. We watch it on Hulu. Hulu. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I like it because I just feel smarter after watching it. Like you, uh-huh. get to, you just learn things. She's like, oh, and then you go, holy shit! Why do these people know every single thing? Like everything. I would be horrible at a game show. Oh, so horrible. would I. So would I. I. I'm great at home with them, but <laughs> like I never watched Jeopardy. I mean, I have watched Jeopardy, but Jeopardy is one of the ones that's for the really smart people. So I never really watched it because I'd always feel really. Not smart watching it. No, but they ask like the most weird, like unknown questions. They're just smart questions. Yeah. Yeah, I would. But know. yesterday, I mean, the questions and like I knew some, obviously. Aaliyah knew some. And I'm like, these people just know everything. Mm-hmm. It's just so interesting. Well, but, yeah, I guess if you're going to go on a game show, I would hope that you would know a lot. Oh, God, know? no. But I'm talking about the the chasers, the, the three smart people. Uh-huh. They know, oh, yeah. They know everything. I know. It's just, Damn, blows my mind. Anyway, that's like really stupid, but... It must be nice. I don't know. I know, I think about that, about Family Feud. Like, when you're watching it, you're like, duh, say this, duh. When you're on the show, you probably can't think of shit. Yeah, when we've played it upstairs on the little car, it's home. It's like, um... Yeah, you can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. I forgot about that game. We should play yeah, that. Yeah, we should. Yeah. I love that. I love watching the fucking... The funny responses... Like on Family Feud, yeah, like the commentary, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, fucking hysterical. It is funny. Steve Harvey though, his face. We should play what when when like when people like. Make, oh yeah, he's hysterical. He's hysterical. So funny. Um, we should play that new game you got on Friday. Sounds like a plan, man. We're making empanadas, you guys. Yay! <laughs> She's like, we're not ordering them. <laughs> no, we are going to order some. Didn't you say that? We'd make oh, I just don't, the one. I'm not sure what place Aaliyah is talking about. I don't know oh, where I it do. is. I oh, do. Don't oh, worry. Okay. I got this. Oh, okay. Got this. Um, yeah, we're having our empanada night. Very yeah. excited. And we'll do some tacos too because I have a pack of corn tortillas this big that Zane bought because I needed corn tortillas and he bought like a hundred of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we could do some tacos or I'll air fry them and do some nachos. Okay. Yeah. Sounds Gucci. 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 Okay. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. But we have a story first. Okay. Jerry wants to read this love story email. Okay. We got... Well, I just meant like you wanted to read it on the podcast. I can read it if you want. All right. You (laughs) go ahead. You read it. it. You can't see it. No, stop it. (laughs) No, I can. I just... These stupid glasses she has just to hold them up to her eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) I'm covering my eyebrows now. (laughs) Yeah, they definitely put them in wrong. Okay. This is just a love story? It's okay. just a love story. It's just a love story. It's a beautiful love story. What's poppin', beautiful ladies? First of all, I love you both so much. Your podcast is the first thing I throw on in the mornings when I start my day. So my Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays are always great. Oh, Aww. I wanted to write in and tell you about a beautiful love story. We need some beauty in this world we live in. We sure This do. story is about my amazing mom. Let's start with some context. My mom used to work for this company about 15 years ago, and she met this lady named Allison. They stayed relatively close over the years, getting together once a year for coffee and ketchup. On July 13th, 2019, my mom got a phone call from her old boss saying that Allison passed away from cancer. Mm. Devastated, my mom and dad went to her funeral on July 22nd, 2019. They didn't stay they didn't stay long as there was a lot of people, but she made sure to go to Allison's widowed husband, Kit. Oh, to go up to him. Okay. One week later, my dad passed away in his sleep. We had so many people reaching out during that time, but the one that sticks out in my mom's mind is Kip calling her. He had heard the news from my mom's former boss. Within two weeks, they were both widowed from from marriages over 30 years. Mm. Every month since until March 2020, they would get together for coffee. From what my mom says, there was a lot of tears, stories, and a little bit of laughter through the pain. Once COVID hit, they went their separate ways as lockdown, as per lockdown order and the busy, busyness of my mom trying to move. Fast forward to September 2020 and their coffee dates 
dates resumed. This turned into one dinner, which turned into dinner, drinks, and five hours of conversations. Less crying and more laughter. On October 1st of 2020, they officially became a couple, and now they just spent their six-month anniversary together. I am so, so happy for my mom, for finding love again, for finding her laughter, her butterflies, and finding another soulmate to spend her life with. I miss my dad every day. I have had many conversations with my mom and Kit that will never replace my dad. He had big shoes to fill, but my mom will never replace Allison. But they both found love again, which is incredible. Never give up on love, ladies. Love you both. Oh my God. Is that not, that needs to be a movie. Wait, isn't it already a movie? I'm sure there's a movie like that. That's, I'm sorry for the loss of your dad, but. I'm sure that your dad and and Allison are like, this is what they would have wanted. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> this is so beautiful. Thank you for sending that. I love like, it. Like I told Alyssa, like we just got this, but I'm like, I opened it. I'm like, oh, I love beautiful love stories, and I read like the first two lines, mm. and I'm like, I could see where this is going. <laughs> I, so I want to read cute. it on the podcast. This is so sweet. I love it. And you know what? Sometimes, <laughs> like you it's, just never know. Yeah, and they probably never thought about it while they were both like alive. You know, like ooh, like wish I could get with him. Like they just never thought about you know it. What but it is? then it it's brought that them one together. Thing in common, mm-hmm. they just lost their spouse of over thirty years, mm-hmm. so they knew what each other was going through. What better way to connect with somebody wow. than somebody who's so on the same level than you uh, of you? You know, like that's amazing. That's crazy. Ah. Everything happens for a reason. That's. Okay. So you know what we're going to do now? Talk about crazy mother-in-laws. We're talk about some crazy-ass mother-in-laws because... Yeah. Oh. What? Um, I knew we were forgetting something. Oh, what are we doing next? What do we want? We want... Oh, wait. Who, who told me? Christy. Christy? Christy wants to know, am I an asshole? <laughs> she saw it on TikTok. So I think what... I didn't really look into it, but Jerry just showed me a TikTok that you had sent. I'm talking to you, Christy. <laughs> Of, I think, somebody else's podcast. So I'm not sure whose it was. I would like to give them credit, though. Does it say? Oh, I don't know. So basically, I don't know if this was this original podcast idea. I'm not sure. Basically, I think they had people email in, which is, this is what we want to do, at least. I want you guys to email in and tell your stories and ask, am I an asshole for what I did? So basically, show me this TikTok of this girl had a bad relationship with her mom, went to her brother's wedding, and her mom shows up in a white dress. And the sister-in-law, you could tell she was upset because it was her wedding day, and you don't go to a wedding in a white dress. Duh. So the daughter throws a whole bottle of red wine on the mother's dress because she was so mad, and she didn't want it to be white anymore. And the mother-in-law got, the mother got mad, left the wedding, came back in a green dress. And so she was like, wanted to know, am I an asshole? But I thought that story was so funny. So basically, we want you guys to send in your stories of some fucked up thing you did. And we'll tell you if you're an asshole or not. Right? Right. That's basically it. What? Jeez. (laughs) You found it? The podcast? Can you, maybe you can read it. So, two, two hot takes? I don't know if that's a podcast or not, yeah, but that's I don't know, a TikTok. That's a TikTok. It okay. says two hot takes. Okay, so we're, we're giving credit where credit's due. Send in your emails of something fucked up you did. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll, we'll let you. you know if you're an asshole or we'll not. We'll judge you. Uh, we'll keep you all anonymous, too. So go ahead and send them to our email. It's agamilpodcast at gmail.com, A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. You can also go ahead to our Instagram, which is just at agamil. A-G-A-H-M-I-L and hit the email button and then just send it over there. And Christy, that was a great idea. <clears throat> great idea. She's like, I saw it and immediately thought of you too. Yes. Uh, make your subject line, am I an asshole? Am I an asshole? Am I an asshole? I gotta start thinking of things because I'm sure I've done things that... I know, I'm thinking too. I'm like, am I an asshole? Am I an asshole? I mean, probably not though because I'm one that don't like to... Listen, everybody does shit in the heat of the moment. So we've all done things that are asshole-ish. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so let, let us judge, judge you. We're going to judge you that <laughs> We're going to judge you. Well, you're allowing us. Wow, look at that. We're going to actually get to judge people and call them an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody does things in the heat of the moment, you know? So, like, everybody's done things that you're like, well, I was probably an asshole for that. But, you know, I'm human and I did it. <laughs> like, so should no I hard return feelings. that ribeye with the soggy bread with <laughs> no taste? Was I an asshole? <laughs> that makes me the opposite of an asshole, I would think. Okay. Okay. I'm excited for that one. Mother-in-law advice. Hey, Jerry and Liz. My name is Z. Uh, I first heard you all from the Beach to Sandy podcast and absolutely love y'all. Anyway, my situation is a little complicated. 
complicated, <laughs> and full of family drama. My husband and I have been together for nearly six years, and his mother has been a constant on and off problem for us. She was a meth addict during his childhood and spent a lot of time in jail. Yikes. She was clean for a while, but not too long after him and I started dating, she started using again. His dad moved away, and his twin sister went to live with his grandma while she was on while she was on and doing her jail time. She was actually in jail when we got married. She is now around two years clean, and I would like to actually get to know her better and want to get closer with her, but he can't really stand being around her. He doesn't hate her necessarily, but gets extremely angry around her, and I think it's because he's holding on to his past and won't accept her into his life again. Is there any advice you can give me? to be able to help him see that she deserves a second chance and that her past actions have um, have been atoned have been atoned for. Thank you guys so much. Love y'all. Uh I would honestly respect the way he feels cuz it's his mother. Okay, uh, yeah, and the only thing I want to add is you said he should give her a second chance. I'm sure it's been second, third, fourth, For sure. fifth. And you have to understand, too, he has a lot of trauma and PTSD from, from his childhood. That, like, sticks with you. And you said he doesn't hate her, and I think that's big Enough. ups for him. Yep. Um, but I I don't know if I could. I that's so. how many times he's probably been let down and disappointed and embarrassed and everything else from his mother. You said she's been in and out of jail. and No, I would respect his wish of not wanting to. And, you know, if you want to start a, a relationship with her, you know, I mean, you can ask him if it's okay if you do. Right. But I wouldn't ask I feel that like he that would. would be messy too, though. Yeah, probably. But you could ask him. I mean, if it's important to her to try, then maybe ask him how he feels about that. But I think that may lead down the line to her being hurt even more because if she does get close with her, see she's a changed person, a good person, then she'll just be even more sad that her husband doesn't want to go around her. Because then she's going to get really just, close. From now on, let's just let, let Alyssa give advice. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> yeah, I. you have to understand that, like, it's very triggering for him. Like, that's a hard thing to go through. And he his blood boils around her, rightfully so. So you just have to, like, put yourself in his shoes, you know, and understand that's the way that he horrible. feels. That's hard yeah. to give somebody a second chance. I'm sure that she was not good to him in his childhood either. Like, there's probably shit that you don't know either. You know, like, being a meth, ad- meth addict? Yeah. A meth addict. Like, I'm sure there was some sort of abuse, whether it was verbally or physically. Like, he's probably been through a lot of shit that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. And so I would just give him grace and be patient with him and not be like, oh, I don't get it. Why don't you give her a second chance? It's like, he's fucked up from her. He's mad at her. He's pissed. Yeah. And that's like hard I said, to forgive. It's definitely not like just a second chance. No, it's hard to forgive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I would, to be honest. I'd be like, you fucked up already, though. Like, you didn't care about me. Time and time again. Yeah, time and time again. You fucked up my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't care. You had a kid, and for what? To be a drug addict? Mm-hmm. And, like- and listen, some people might want to give another chance, but if he's at this moment, because maybe in the future he'll change, but at this moment, if he's not ready to try again, then in my opinion, Ennis is, you just have to respect that. You know? Yeah. She said, meth addict during her childhood, spent a lot of time in jail. She was clean for a while. And then when they started dating, she started using again. Mm. So it's like this wasn't just a childhood thing. Yeah. You guys have been married for six years, you said. Now she's two years clean. But, yeah, no. Mm, yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he gets extremely angry around her, that's obviously a, a hardcore trigger. And I would stay clear and yeah. respect his boundaries. That's all. And like I said, there might be a time in the future as he gets older, as she gets older, there might be a point in time where he's like, maybe. damn, my mom's getting old. Maybe yeah, I should maybe. try to. But if it doesn't come around, then I think you just need to mm-hmm. let There's it be. There's also two on Good Trouble. How far have you gotten in? You haven't watched yet since. Have you seen the story with Malika and her mom? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to ruin it for you. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. So basically, this character um, had called child services on her mom. Again, this is a TV show, but it's kind of relevant to this email. Called child services on her mom when she was younger because she was on drugs, alcoholic, whatever. And now as she's older, she realizes that her mom just needed help. And she's like 
regrets that she like hated her mom for so long. So now I'm playing devil's advocate and completely going against my. Well, because I, I, this isn't her though. This is her husband. So you have to respect the way your husband feels. But it, now but that it's this similar daughter, because the brother kept saying, "Come on, come on," you know. True. So it's similar. Yeah. You know? So this character's brother was like, "Come on, you gotta like forgive her." Like da da da. Although she he was saying that the mother was clean and she wasn't. But anyways, now that she's older, she's like working. She's like an activist now. So now she's working with all these other mothers that need help. And she's realizing, holy shit, this was my mom when I was younger. And I want to help all these people, but I didn't want to help my own mother. Mm-hmm. It's hard because it's a close relationship and you're like fucking mad. Because you're like, fuck, you're not being a mom. Like, what the fuck? And it's like, they were like cheated by the system, whatever. So it's a different story, but it's the same story. What was my point? <laughs> the point is in time. Like, in, in my yeah. opinion, that's it. Like, like she did not want to have anything to do with her mother at that time when her brother was like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And then as she, as things came to light to her, mm-hmm. she's like, holy shit, now I want to make amends. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think in time, if your husband wants to make amends with his mother or forgive or try again, that's got to be at his pace. He's got to learn it. And mm-hmm. I think if you try to um, push it, I think it's going to work. It's going to backfire. This was my point. My point was in the show that they, you know, she, like, wasn't treated right by governments, whatever. You know, like, they weren't treated equally. Whereas this is, like, was that the situation or was your mom just a horrible person and just was a meth addict, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Or was she really struggling and she fell down the wrong path and, you know, like, had turned to drugs and, like, just, like, fucked up? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what was it? Did she have a chance to be fine and she, like, chose that path over and over again? Or was she, like, struggling and couldn't get any help and, like, really fell into a bad path? I feel like there mm-hmm. might be a slight difference that, yeah, there. Yeah, there is a difference. You're yeah. right. So. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this isn't you asking. This is you're asking for your husband and you have to respect the way he feels. So my mm-hmm. advice would be different if it was you. Wow. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time forgiving, so and letting go. I don't think I'd be able to. Okay, okay. In law advice. Wait, you just read that? My turn. Yeah. Okay. What's poppin', ladies? First of all, I love you both, and I love the podcast. But we'll skip all that because you already know how great you both are. Anywhozy, <laughs> okay. please, <laughs> please help me. <laughs> So, a very long story short, my boyfriend and I have been together eight years. We have known each other since we were in middle school, and we're 28 and 29 now. We have a home, a daughter, and a mother, another baby. (laughs) It says a mother. (laughs) A mother baby on the way. (laughs) Another baby on the way. He's my person and the man I want to spend the rest of my life with. Here's the problem. His sister. Yeesh. For five years, her and I were very close. We had a bond as if we were blood. Once I got pregnant with my daughter, it all changed. She became very passive aggressive. She would intentionally exclude me from family events. And now their mother does not, now their mother does not long before we started dating. So his family was very close. What? Does she mean died? Now his mother died not long before we started dating. Now their mother does. I think it's died. Maybe. Maybe, but that would be horrible for me to assume. So, okay. I'm going to read it as is. Now their mother does not long before we started dating. So his family was very close, but I was never excluded prior to being pregnant. I brought it up to my boyfriend and he said he was sure that it was a big misunderstanding. I let it go. However, it's only gotten worse. Once our daughter was born, she threw a huge fit about him withdrawing from their family. He, in fact, was not. So he was just prioritizing our daughter and I during our postpartum recovery. Flash forward. uh, My daughter is two now. Over the last two years, I've dealt with snarky comments, exclusions, and just downright downright rudeness from her here's the icing on the cake she's getting married i'm the only person from both her and her fiance's immediate families to be excluded from the bridal party this woman is literally the godmother to my child obviously this was very hurtful she wants my daughter to be the flower girl at the time of her wedding the new baby will be here 
She specifically did not ask me to be in her bridal party, and I'm not comfortable sending my two-year-old off for an entire day with people she doesn't know. Yes, her aunt included, because she barely comes around. I will also have the new baby to tend to, and not to mention how awkward and humiliating it would be for me to have to sit in the corner of her bridal suite where I clearly wasn't wanted. Mm. I haven't talked to my boyfriend about this yet because I know he was... He would be upset, but honestly, I feel like her doing ex- her excluding me from the wedding was the final straw for me. I have taken a lot over the years, and he has never once stuck up for me when I confronted him about the things that she has said and done. Now I want, now I know that he doesn't want to fight with his family, and I truly understand. However, at some point, this needs to stop. He needs to stop protecting his the family he came from and start defending the family he has created. Mm. Oof. Mm. I also feel that if his sister does not see me as family, then the children that came from me are not her family either. I'm just tired of being walked on and disrespected by his family. I would never ask him to choose us or them, but I no longer want to be around her. It gives me anxiety thinking about what she's going to say or do this time. I know if I cut her off, my boyfriend will be angry and upset, but I need to worry about my own mental health. Please help. I don't want to cause a rift in the family, but I cannot live like this forever. Sorry it was so long. I'm trying to make sure I explained it all so there's no confusion, which there probably is. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Damn. Now, that's fucked up situation. I, oh, when a man doesn't stick up for their significant other yeah. kind of really pisses me off me too you know you just, that that saying what did she say Ooh, <laughs> the family he came from versus the family he's now created you said it those words i never heard that, that before. dude dude dude, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is is everything summed up right there I mean, that's it. You're now his family. Your daughter and your baby that's on the way is his family now. Not to dismiss his other family that he was born and raised into, but you're his family. He absolutely should prioritize you. He absolutely should stand up and stand by your side and take your side. It seems to me like his sister has major freaking issues. Like weird issues because they were so close, unbreakable bond, and then she she got got pregnant. pregnant. So maybe she feels like protective over her brother or something. She says, "Stop defend, stop protecting the family you came from, and start defending the family you created." Oh my gosh, that is so good. That is so because a lot of men do get defensive like quickly. You know, like of the emails that we've read, they're like, "Well, the husband is just like, it's fine. Like you're being dramatic. I'm sure it's fine because they just don't want." attention you know but you have to like listen to your spouse you know like this sister is being so mean like I would hope if I went to Zane and I was like listen like Amani or Aaliyah is being really mean to me like saying all these mean things and like excluding me from everything like not inviting me everywhere I mean, and he was like it's probably fine I'd feel like I'm like not he's being... not validating your feelings yeah. or like just thinking I'm being dramatic yeah no you no no like no, I would no, be no. I would be so sad yeah because like, and I get it. You, you want to defend your family. I get it. But you also have this family. Like she said, like you have your family too right. that you need to like hear out. And it's a shame that they can't be one, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. There's definitely, I mean, everything was great until you got pregnant. There's definitely um, an insecurity, a jealousy, something going on that broke the bond that was between you and her. And if your man isn't seeing all the exclusions, all the catty comments all of that if he's not seeing all of that and supporting you he needs to be educated on it because that's that's wild bullshit that's some bullshit if we were like sitting around the dinner table and like Amani said something rude to me Zane would be like what the fuck bro yeah you know what I mean like the fact that they just like don't even acknowledge it is so weird yeah no your man needs to hear have him listen to this Mm. also I know this probably isn't what you want to hear, but I think you need to have a little conversation with the sister and sit down and be like, what happened? Like, we were so close, and ever since I got pregnant, you've been really rude. You haven't invited me to anything. Like, we were, like, best friends. What happened? Mm. And maybe she's holding something in, and that's not on you. That's on her. Because if she has something that she's holding a grudge against you or she's mad at you for something and she hasn't told you, then that's on her. Mm-hmm. 
but it, 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 there needs to be a conversation yeah. had. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because it could be something so silly. Uh, that's so weird. She didn't put you in her bridal party, but you guys were like blood close. You know? She just didn't invite you, up. but she wants your kid there. Something had to have happened. She's holding a grudge against you for something. She doesn't like something you said. She doesn't like that you got pregnant. Maybe she was trying to get pregnant. I don't know how old she is, but I don't know. Something's going on and it's not your fault, but I guess the conversation needs to be had. And if you give her the opportunity to say something and she doesn't, then again, that's on her for not saying anything. And that's that. That's that. Oh my God, I don't see it. I feel like this is a serious thing that if you bring up to your husband and he doesn't support you in it, that's not okay. Wouldn't you agree? I like, I always try to think of it in my shoes. Like if we were older and me and Aaliyah were really close and she was getting married and then she didn't put me in her bridal party and she was like being really like standoffish and like being mean to me. And I brought that up to Zane and he, and he was like, it's fine. She just didn't put you in it. Like, that'd be weird to me. I would want him to be like, yeah, what the fuck? She didn't put you in her bridal party. Like, you guys are so close. Yeah. What happened? Let's figure this out. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So to me, if your husband still doesn't support that, that's a lot of... It's not just like... Not that I'm like dismissing this, but like, it's not like she just made a few snarky comments. Like, she didn't put you in her bridal party. She isn't inviting you anywhere. Like, that's like proof in the pudding, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay. Okay, guys. Sorry. Have patience, okay? Mother-in-law. Hi, ladies. My name is Gabby. I was listening to the Mother-in-Law podcast, and I figured I should write in. I've had my son seven months ago. We had some issues with my brother-in-law and haven't spoken to him since April of 2019, so he missed my pregnancy. When my son was born, we told my mother-in-law not to send any pictures of my son to my brother-in-law, which she agreed. Of course, about two months later, she group texted my husband and I saying when my son was born, she sent him a picture. I was absolutely furious. She had no right. On to the next situation. She She bought a house in February 2019. That's all she talks about, which I get. It's exciting. But every time I sent a picture of me pregnant, she would say, I looked big. Every time I sent her a picture of my son, she would not even acknowledge it and just go on, just go on talking about her house. If she had acknowledged it, she would just say, cute. She was so negative throughout my pregnancy, always saying, just wait, it gets worse. <gasps> Last situation was I sent a picture... I sent her a picture of my son. He had on a shirt that my brother gave him. The shirt said, future recruit, basically because my brother's in the army. I sent a picture to my mother-in-law. She thought the shirt said, future regret, which I went on to say, are you serious? Why Why would I ever buy him a shirt that says that what kind of mother do you think I am? Instead of taking it back, she went on to say, oh, don't worry. When he grows up... You will regret him. What the fuck? (gasps) Like, what the fuck? Sorry, you regret your kids, but not me. I love my son. She's so toxic, so I had to cut her off, and I sent her no pictures or updates on my son, and that's up to my husband to do. She hasn't seen him since he was two months old, and he's now seven months old. She refuses to stop smoking. On the bright side, I don't need her. My parents give him lots of love to make up for her. Okay, sorry this is long. Okay, love you. Bye. Damn. All right, well, listen, Gabby, you obviously already know. <laughs> she was just informing us. She's like, I, I cut that bitch out my life. Wait, can we say her name? Well, she didn't say not to. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> I guess she don't give a shit. Okay. She's like, yep, that's right. I did it. I cut her out of my life. Good for you. That's horrible. Is her name Debbie? Like a Debbie Downer? Because she sounds like a Debbie Downer. <laughs> That's horrible. She's like, wow, you look big. Don't worry, you're going to hurt in a little bit. Don't worry, this is going to happen. Oh, oh you're having th- fun now, but just wait. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah, ew. What a horrible person. <laughs> it was right. I'm Yuck. glad that you um, realized and, you know, did the right thing. And I'm glad that your parents are giving him enough love to oh, go around. Oh, sending That's- the picture. Oh, that would fucking, That's that so, would, like, how- oh, that would infuriate me. The right. What? I, like, who gives you the right to do that? That would infuriate me so hard. You have no idea. And you know what pisses me off? Like, what is it, a trophy grandchild? Yeah. Like, oh, let me go show everybody the birth of my grandchild, but yet 
you don't even care about him. You're not coming to visit. You're not being positive role model in his life, but you want to just go advertise him as your grandchild. It's not your Fuck child. Don't send people pictures of him. Ew. Ew, if I told my parents not to send a photo to somebody when I had my baby and they did, you would get all hell for me. I would be fucking livid. Livid. That would piss me off so much. Mm-hmm. I, it's terrible. Because you don't want that person included. That's the reason, right? right. Yeah, no. Ugh. Oh, that made me so, I'm mad for you. Oh, she didn't my. really ask for advice, but that, yeah. I'm, I'm nah, fucking mad. Listen, she did it. She's like, I already did it. You don't have yeah. to tell me to cut her out. I already did that shit. What a nut job. Okay. Advice on dealing with in-laws. Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. Uh, I'm from Germany, 24, and I love listening to your guys' podcast because it makes me feel less alone dealing with life and struggles because everyone's going through something and we're not alone. What? Can you just look at the picture of that baby? Look at that head of hair. <laughs> oh my god! Full head of gorgeous, thick-looking hair. Adorable. Sorry, that's amazing. I came out with black hair. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but my hair is natural, dirty blonde. So that's weird. Okay. Uh, I need advice in my for my situation with my in-laws. This year on January 7th, I gave birth to our beautiful baby girl. And of course, everyone is super happy, but my boyfriend and I have had many fights because of his family. I always feel super uncomfortable when his family visits and I dread visiting them. Whenever they want to hold my daughter, all I feel is wanting to protect my daughter and not giving her to them. Let me explain why. My boyfriend's family have always been nice to me and they would never physically hurt me or my daughter or anything of that sort, but they have values and morals that I cannot agree with. Also, my boyfriend had a horrible childhood, including sexual abuse that his family didn't do anything about, as did his siblings, and they all struggle in life. His brother is the only one who has his life together now because he has cut ties with his parents a while ago. His sister, who's over 30, still lives with her parents and they are in charge of raising her, of raising her daughter. So the parents are in charge of raising the sister's daughter. Okay. So the grandchild. Although she has made several attempts at moving out with her daughter, but her parents won't let her, and they threaten to call social services of if she does. Now her daughter is a disrespectful child who screams when she doesn't get what she wants, hits people when she's mad at them, throws terrible tantrums, and has stolen from us a few times, even a binky from our unborn child, and she flat out lied about it. Oh. There are no consequences for her behavior, and mostly my boyfriend's parents and sister just scream back at her. Also, they constantly give me unwanted advice on everything regarding my daughter. For instance, they wanted me to give her formula instead of breastfeeding her, although I have enough milk and there's no reason to do that. They always know everything... They always know everything better, even better than my midwife or my daughter's pediatrician. After giving me even more advice that I didn't need and criticizing choices that I have made for my daughter, his sister recently said to me, don't feel bad. I really fucked up too during the first six months as if I was doing everything wrong. Meanwhile, my daughter is healthy, happy and content and I give my very best for her. I don't want to keep my daughter from her grandparents because I want her to know that her side of the family I want her to know that side of her family and let her make her own decisions about them as she grows older. But I also feel like I can just not, I cannot just ignore that negative feeling that I get whenever they are around her. I dread the day when she's old enough to sleep over at their house because I can't trust them with my child and I don't really want to say that to their face. Now my question is how do I handle that situation without keeping my daughter from their grandparents and at the same time protecting her from whatever she may experience there. My boyfriend knows that I don't like them giving me advice and he supports me and he has told them to back off, but I haven't told him that I don't trust his parents with our daughter. He has admitted that his parents don't know how to raise a child and make many wrong choices at the expense of the child because he has experienced it firsthand, but he still doesn't see it the way that I do and has asked me a couple times why I really don't like his family. Thank you for reading this. Sorry, it was long. Sending lots of love. I attached some pictures. Oh, wow. My God. Okay, so I have I have a few things. Go ahead. Okay. First off, I feel you on every level of this. She's like, I don't feel comfortable with my child there, but I want my child to have a relationship with their grandparents. I want to try to do the right thing and let her make the decisions. I get all of that. Here's where I don't get it. And this is coming from Jerry, who wants to people please and who wants to kiss everybody's ass, who wants everybody to be happy and perfect. There's a line, though. They 
did not stand up to their children being se- sexually abused. You, everybody in that family is fucked up because of the way they raised their children. And that's the fucking line. That's, yeah, that's the line. You're, you don't feel comfortable going there. They make you feel uncomfortable. They offer you all this unwanted advice. Oh, that would annoy me so fucking much. And you're concerned about letting them see? No, your job... And I'm sorry if people don't agree with me. Your job once you become a parent is to protect and raise your child. Like that's when you have this baby, you're that baby's protector. And you don't have to explain that to anyone. If you don't feel safe, you don't feel safe. That's it. And that's it. That's it. I mean, your child, even at seven months old, going over there and hearing that screaming and the disrespectful little girl and the parents and the grandparents yelling back at her, that's such an ugly, toxic environment. environment. You're seven months old? Don't deserve it. Think of how you feel walking into the house. You Babies feel... You know, like she don't get what's going on, but she's going to feel, she knows, and she's going to, no, 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 no. And you know what? Your boyfriend, <laughs> you need to, listen, he, you said he knows how fucked up that they're all fucked up. He knows it, right? I think you need to say, listen, I want to let you know, because she said he di- she didn't talk too much about how she doesn't trust them. I just want to let you know, I don't trust them. They've done wrong. Oh, but don't feel bad. I, I fucked up during the first six months, too. Oh, no, you know what? Fuck her. She fucked up a lot more than six months if her parents have legal custody and they're raising her child. If she's fucking up the first fucking 20 years. How about that? I mean... If somebody said is... that to me... <laughs> don't worry. I fucked up the first six months, too. I'd be like, bitch, what? And listen, what works for you doesn't work for me. And the best way to I'm parent sure. is how you parent. That's it. Yes. Exactly. It's what's I best mean, for your kid. as long as you are not putting your child in harm's That's way, it. which they did. They put their children in harm's no, way. No, but she's did putting nothing <laughs> wrong. Because she's I mean, breastfeeding. They did nothing, I'm sorry. They did nothing about it. Because she's breastfeeding. Like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? As long as your child is That's fed. That's best for, I mean, if you can. Yeah. That, that's what they say is best for a child. I mean, everybody yeah. does what they want to do right. for their yeah, child. If you don't want to breastfeed, you want to do formula, do fucking formula. Let's, your, baby, your baby's getting fed. <sighs> that's it. <laughs> this pisses me off on so many Who fucking cares? levels. Like, Who cares? How? And listen, I mean, you need to sit down with your man and just be like, listen. Wait, hold on. He supports me. But I haven't told him I don't. Sorry. It's off the, what does she say? Oh, trust his parents with our daughter. Mm. So he's she saying because of the sexual abuse? I, like she I, doesn't trust them? I guess. or Because I mean, they wouldn't stand up for it. Yikes. Because he, he did, they didn't for their own yeah, children. Yeah, that's disgusting. I wouldn't put my child anywhere near them without me. And then even still, the, their little granddaughter that, that lives with them, I don't know how old she is, but she's old enough to steal, scream, yell, curt, whatever. You want your baby sleeping over there in that environment? Hell to the fucking no-no. And you don't have to explain that to anybody. Nope. I would definitely tell my husband, boyfriend, husband, I would definitely say, listen, I just want to let you know right now, because she already knows, she she said he already knows. Boyfriend. Boyfriend. That she doesn't feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. right? You need to say to him, I don't trust your parents. And I'm sure he's going to say, I don't fucking blame you. Yeah, I would because hope he so. doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at how he grew up. If there was a history of sexual abuse, I would and not he didn't walk understand into that house. No, no fucking shot. No, no fucking shot. No, there's none. Nope, nope, nada. You and no explanation needed. I have a feeling when I have kids, I'm gonna step back from vlogging a lot because the unsolicited advice would piss me the fuck off. I'm letting you know now. If I ever give it, it's never meant to do any harm. <laughs> you know, because I, I have a feeling I would do that. Not like oh, no. saying what, oh, no. no, 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 not to say like what you're doing is wrong, but just to say, oh, you know what might work or no, I don't know. I don't know. A I suggestion gotta... is different than advice. <sighs> or like saying like you should be doing this instead. Oh, like, no, 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 that I wouldn't do. 
because mo- motherly instinct like you get motherly instinct yes. when you have a kid like and that that exactly is what this is right here if you're feeling uncomfortable going into the house yeah. and you feel like you can't trust them then you have to trust that instinct and your boyfriend needs to support you in this and I'm sure he will. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely sure he will because of his history growing up in that house. Mm-hmm. You said it. The only normal one is the one brother who completely cut off all the ties. And they go over better than the midwife and the pediatrician. They think they know better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know better than the person yeah, that is sure. that is professionally trained. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. Oh, God. You know, maybe they're like, oh, well, we fucked up so much. So we've done so much educating of ourselves and now we know better. Come on. Come on, that's just... Ewie, ewie, yeah. ewie, ewie. That's a major ewie. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. and if your boyfriend disagrees, then that's a big issue that there's no meeting in the middle for that. You know what I mean? Like, sexual abuse is not something to fuck around with. So if he doesn't agree that you should be keeping the baby home, like, that's his problem now. Mm-hmm. Because there's no excuse for that. Wow. Oh. <gasps> Your daughter is absolutely beautiful. You could tell in the picture she's happy and healthy. She's not like, oh, come on. Yeah, as long as they're fed, they sleep well, like they have a roof over their head, they, they change the diapers, like <laughs> let people parent how they want. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay, mother-in-law advice. Hey, listen, Jerry, I've listened to every single one of your podcasts and have been a fan from the very beginning Aww. and truly feel... Like we're family. Fun fact. I started listening to the podcast and then found out about Alyssa's YouTube channel from there. This is the first time I'm willing. No. It's the first time she's writing into us and feels like I need some non-biased advice here. She found the podcast first. Oh. I just read that and I didn't get it. You're just blatantly reading. reading words. Yeah. Yeah. Remember I told you when I read a book, sometimes I got to read it 12 times. That's me too. But she says she started listening to the podcast, and then she found my channel. Uh, That's awesome. Pretty cool. She said, Agabel, OG. Um, buckle out, because it's going to be a long one. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Wait, that's what he said. That's what he said? <laughs> so a little about my mother-in-law. She's always lived with my now husband from the time... Him and I started dating five years ago, except when I moved in. She rented a house for a year, but then moved back to, back before my husband deployed. Her and I have always gotten along, so uh, it was really never an issue. We spent many days and nights talking about various things while my husband was deployed overseas. We would go to cool vintage markets, and she's always Aww. insisted on buying things for me. It's always been apparent that she really liked me, and I've always really liked her, too. Aww. Now, (laughs) Now, here's to the issue. She's been working as a manager for a convenience store for many, many years and decided to quit back in August because they refused to give her the time off she requested well in advance for her daughter's wedding. Totally understandable. I would want to be there for my daughter's wedding too. It was slightly annoying because she never talked to me or my husband about before doing this. Meanwhile, she's living in our house paying nothing for rent, utilities, or anything. She's living in our house for free. Well, I thought, no problem. After the wedding, she'll find another job, and then she can eventually start saving up and move out on her own, which was always the plan when she moved in with us, but that never happened. Instead, she would buy so many things, including furniture for a house that she doesn't have. She's never saved up the amount of money she plans on, and now almost a year and a half later... She's still living with us, rent-free, with no job. Wow. (laughs) Now, for the last couple of months, she has been living in her room. I'm telling you, I have seen her a total of three times for a combination of one minute in the last two months. I don't know what she's eating, drinking, not to mention she's a smoker too, but she never comes out of her room. I don't know if this is her way of avoiding us in hoping we won't mention to her about finding a job or moving out or if she's just trying to give us space. Either way, it's been going on far too long and honestly just feels childish to me. It makes me feel uncomfortable. She's really not an easy person to talk to as she kind of shuts us out and ignores us when we've tried talking to her before. It's getting to a point where I feel like I need to say something now. How do you guys feel like I should approach the situation so I can talk to her? 
I don't want to come off harsh, insensitive, or rude. Oh, these fucking glasses. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having such a hard time. Wait. Um, I don't want to come off harsh, insensitive, or rude, but I also don't want to be living with my mother-in-law for the rest of my life. It's now March, and she still doesn't have a job. How do I tell her you need to get a job and move out? In case you're wondering, my husband feels about how my husband feels about this situation. We're both on the same page about wanting her to move out. Unfortunately, him and his mom have always had a very toxic relationship, and he doesn't feel like he can talk to her about this without it becoming a bigger issue that turns into a family argument like we are kicking her out without a job. I feel like she's old enough to take on some responsibility and realize the time has come, but she honestly seems oblivious. Please help me. What should I do? Ah. Hello? Hi. I just want to let you know, me and your son think you need to get a job. Well, I don't really want to get one. I'm not really in your hair. I just live in this one room and that's it. But it's our house and you've been here for a year and a half and you haven't paid us a penny. <sighs> well, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to call his brother and tell him and cause a whole big family syrup that you're kicking me out because I don't have a job. Okay. Maybe he could take you in. Well, uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Did you like I our, mean, our role play, guys? <laughs> we did that pretty good. <laughs> Unscripted. <laughs> um, seriously? I mean, that's so very childish. Um, what is with these people? They were so close going to shopping together, and now she just doesn't speak to you. And also, if somebody ever made me uncomfortable in my own home, they'd be out so fast. Yeah. She feels uncomfortable. That's not good. Okay, devil's advocate. Go. Maybe this, maybe there's something going on that you're not aware of, right? She quit her job. She worked there for years before. Everything was great. She had to quit her job because they didn't honor her time off to go to her daughter's thing. Maybe she's been trying. Maybe it just sent her in this deep, dark depression. Maybe, I, I mean, I don't know how you go from one extreme to the other, Unless there's something deeper going on, you know? I Listen, but she, it's very, she ignores and shuts them out when they try to talk to her. Maybe it's just that she's fallen into a rut. But I think, uh, obviously, our favorite thing is you have to have conversation, right? Yeah. Um, communication is key. But um, I don't think approaching it like, listen, I just did with, um, you need to get out <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is the right way to go about it. But... Maybe try speaking to her on a, hey, what's going on with you kind of approach rather than an approach to kick her out or the insisting on getting a job. Say like, hey, I just, like things are a lot different. What's going on? Can I help you with anything? Like, and be do like, you ever want to talk? Yeah, and be like, honestly, we don't mind like you living here and us helping you out and getting you on your feet. But like, I feel like you need to start saving so that one day you can. Like we can't live together forever. Yeah, in, an, in a nice way. I don't know if that was me. I know. It's like, no, it's not. That was very well said. I just feel like it's such a hard. Like you want to see her making progress. Right. And it's like, okay, she's going to sit here with no job. She's never going to move out. And then it's like you're, you and your husband are never going to have a, a, a home of your own. And she's basically like living in a room like you haven't even seen her. And she's a smoker. Ugh, Ugh. probably smells so bad. You have kids? Did she say have kids? They have kids? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think she mentioned Well, either way, you guys want to, like, have your own place eventually. And, like, yeah, I would just bring it up in that way. Like, start it off nice and be like, listen, we have no problem with you staying here. Like, of course, like, we want to help you out, get you on your feet. Like, no problem at all. But, but we want to at least half. see you making progress and, like, savings. And so hopefully you can get out on your own. You don't want to live with us here forever, you know? Yeah. I mean, a year and a half is a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, long maybe time. she's just fell in a rut of, like, she doesn't feel like she has to because you guys are being so nice and helping her. But maybe she needs a reality check and be like hey, we're helping you and it's fine, but you need to start saving yeah. and like so that you can and eventually maybe, move out. If you have a relationship with the sister, maybe, mm-hmm. hey, do you have any idea what's going on with mom? Yeah. Like, yeah. can you give her a call, check in, see what's up? Maybe, you know, I, I you know, ma'am, like the empathetic, like, let me find out what's going on. Um, obviously, at the same time, it's, yeah, you want to get her the hell out of your house and she's, it seems like she's just taking care of a situ, uh, taking advantage of the situation exactly. of like living there rent free. Exactly. Um, however, 
you guys used to go to the vintage markets together and talk all the time and have a great relationship. So something happened between, you know, whether she's just now feeling so insecure about herself because maybe she's been trying and she can't find a job or whatever. But maybe speaking to the sister and seeing if the sister can get through to her might... And I don't mean about... Getting out of the house and getting a job. I mean, just about a, hey, mom, what's going on? How you doing? Yeah. Like, are you okay? What's going on? Um, And seeing maybe if addressing maybe her versus addressing getting out and getting a job. You know, maybe Mm, start that way. Approach it in that way. Yeah. I also think, too, as long as you say it in a nice way, you said, I don't want to come off harsh and sensitive or rude. You're doing such a nice thing for her. So if you say it in a way of like, hey, I just want to make sure you're like, building yourself up so that one day you can move out. That's not harsh and sensitive or rude. And if she takes it that way, that's, that's on her. her. That's yep. on her. A hundred percent. So I think that if you're just like, like that's not a bad thing to ask is like, hey, you can stay here, but at least just get a job so you can start saving so you can eventually move out in the next few years. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a bad thing to ask of somebody. Not at all. Not at all. You've been helping her. But that's like what we say is like, why do you feel bad asking people when they owe you money? Like <laughs> it's your shit. Like she's living in your home for free, which is fine. Like you're helping her out again, but- if she keep, takes that as you being rude, it's like, I'm literally helping you so much. It's like, I'm not being rude. I'm just asking f- for something that's so normal. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we don't want you to live here forever, so start saving so you can move out. Like, I don't think that's, oh, that's, that's so a rude strange. thing to ask. People are strange. I know. People suffer. It's people, just, it's people so— People gone through shit, like, you know— yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can never imagine overstaying a welcome. Like, mm. think of how awkward it must feel when you realize you've overstayed your welcome. You know? Right, I know, but we're, we don't, not everybody thinks like that, like us. Yeah. Or maybe that's why now all of a sudden she doesn't come out of her room. Maybe she knows she's overstayed her welcome. So she just wants to stay out of your hair. She's like, holy fuck, if I just don't come out, they'll forget I'm here. Right. You know? I think you're right. So then maybe sit her down and have a conversation of like, are you okay? Rather than like, hey, you need to get a job. And first go from there. Yeah. And if she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm just chilling. That'd be like, okay, okay you, you need, need to, to get, get a out. job. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. need to get a job. You need to get out. Right. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would have a heart to heart with her. Like, are you staying in... Literally ask her what you told us. Are you staying in your room because you're trying to avoid us? Like, are you depressed? Like, I don't remember what she said. deeper going on. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, just approach it in that way. And I think maybe she'll open up to you, possibly. But I don't know. It's weird. You said you used to have deep conversation. Now, all of a sudden, she's closed off. Very strange. So weird. That's just like the other email that the sister just all of a sudden is like closed off when they were like best friends. I really wish I could find that fucking email or that message (laughs) or whatever I read because it was so perfect. Okay, I'll try to find it for next time. (sighs) Yeah. Okay, well, thank you all for listening. It's been real. It's been real. Send more mother-in-law emails. Podcast at gmail.com. We still have some left, so we'll go Um, through those and Jerry will try to find the doctor one. We also want to know, are you an asshole? Are you an asshole? (laughs) Are you? Are you? We'll let you know. We've all done asshole things. Exactly. Yes. So don't worry. We won't judge you. We're all assholes. And at it'll some point. definitely be um, anonymous. So yes, for send sure. I'll go podcast at gmail.com, you guys. We've talked your ear off today. Yeah. <gasps> okay, love you. Bye. Bye.